Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, October 11th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, a day fix which means an idea that dominates one's mind, especially for a prolonged period, an obsession, a day fix. Hope everyone is enjoying their Monday thus far. I hope everyone enjoyed their weekend also. Well, the weather here in North Carolina uh, wasn't really sunny. Still isn't sunny today. We got a little bit of overcast. We've been experiencing some rain for the past two or three days. Still good. We needed it. We needed it. We always need the rain. But uh doesn't look like uh, the temperatures are going to rise that much here in North Carolina. Expected to get up to uh, the highest, I believe, is 85 this week. And also looks like the uh, North Carolina State Fair is coming. How about that? The fair. Uh, it's always a good event. Always nice to go to. I don't think I'll be going this year. That's just me. Uh, love the food. I don't know about the rides. I'm not really a big ride guy. I usually go just for the food, to be honest with you. Good eats. Good eats. I'm going to miss those turkey legs this year, though. I, I really am. Love the turkey legs. I used to get me two of them, holding both in, <laughs> holding one in, uh, in both hands, just, just eating away. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be going this year. That's just me. Um, a lot of people said they are still going, but of course, you know, with COVID and, uh, I, I just don't think I'll be making that trip up to Raleigh for that. Nah, that's a no for me. That is a huge no for me. Um, hey, did y'all hear about this uh, marathon in Utah that was uh, stopped, or, or well, it wasn't called off? They were the the the, the runners were uh, about a third of the way through. It started at 5 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I believe it was Saturday, Sunday morning, Saturday or Sunday morning. I can't really re- remember. It's called the D.C. Peaks Marathon. Uh, and, of course, you know, uh, well, it's where you run along the uh, uh, charted course on the mountainside. Now, when they started out at 5 a.m., uh, they were expecting some rain and, and snow flurries. Temperatures weren't that uh, that low. I believe they said they were in the 30s or 40s, maybe. Yeah, it may have even been a little bit warmer. And, of course, you know, it was a marathon. The, the runners were dre- dressed in shorts and T-shirts. Really wasn't expecting what came. Man, what came? The 87 runners had to be rescued from a, a snowstorm with whiteout conditions. Like I said, the race started at 5 a.m. by 9.30. All hell had broken loose, apparently. <laughs> Uh, about a third of the way through, that's when the snow came and, and the uh, the wind that reached up to uh, 40 or 44 miles per hour. And, and it ended up dropping 12 to 18 inches of snow within that four hours. The race started at five by 930. The, the marathon stopped and it turned into a, a search and rescue. Now, of course, the marathon runners received help from uh, other marathon runners, the marathon sponsors, uh, police, of course, but uh, even some hunters had to help rescue some of the runners. Had to come out, man. 
Now, like I said, the weather called for rain and a chance of snow. So, of course, you know, the participants, they didn't dress in, in anything uh, for the conditions. But, um, some of them experienced some uh, hypothermia. Some had fallen. And, and unfortunately, no one was hurt out of the 87. Everyone was rescued and, and is doing okay. The the gentlemen or gentlemen or whoever that had the hypothermia, they're doing quite well, too. Now, one of them said that uh, he was experiencing hype or had experienced hypothermia. And when the uh, uh, search and rescue guys got to him, they told him, hey, good thing we got to you in time because uh, you're on your way up out of here. But, man, just to think, here you are. Um, like I said, walking or running along the, the you know nice mountain scenery, and then all of a sudden, wham! Here comes the snow and wind, whiteout conditions, dropping twelve to eighteen inches of snow just like that, and you're in the middle of a marathon, dressed in your shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> but man, that that there was um, that that man. I can't even imagine what you would do in that situation or that instance. Uh, I mean, I just can't. All right, let's move along here. Um, an interesting story. I, I haven't gotten the full details because they're still developing, but uh, it appears uh, U.S. Navy military service member and his wife have been charged with uh, espionage, spying. He's a submarine uh, officer by the way, and apparently him and his wife were selling uh, selling U.S. intel to, uh, they were spies, pretty much, reminiscent of the old Cold War days. Like I said, the, the details are still sketchy, but they have been bought up on charges. A husband and wife charged with espionage. Wow. How crazy is that in 2021? Well, I guess spies are, uh, are always needed, if I could say that. Now, this, you know, uh, sometime last week also, a, a, a submarine hit something in the uh, uh, somewhere around China while it was submerged. And you still haven't said what that was that that submarine hit. Uh, man, what's going on <laughs> with these? The, the, but the, the the husband and wife. Um, wow, you, what were they selling? Because like I said, they still haven't said what they, what was going on totally with that. But man, that that's um, that's odd. I would think. Uh, for you to betray your country like that, what what in the world? What was the allure? Um, was, I'm trying to think. What did they say? Where, who they were selling uh, the secrets to? Because that's were they selling it to China or Russia? I mean, just curious. Like I said, it's still developing. It it, just, it is. <laughs> wow, they were arrested Saturday in West Virginia. <laughs> I uh, I just I that's 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 uh astonishing that in 2021 we're still seeing spies. Like I said, I guess we still need spies all the way all the way around the world. I guess. And there's some good news. Uh, let's keep it moving here. Also, uh, there's some good news in the COVID fight. They're saying that uh, the numbers are, are going down across the board hospitalizations, the uh, number of COVID cases, the vaccine numbers are up. So we might be seeing a break in, in or some seeing some strong leeway in, in this COVID fight. I sure hope so. You know, like I said before, I, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I am. I'm just tired of it. I, I really am. It's, uh, it's, it's gotten on my last nerve now. 
It has. And all this bickering going back and forth has gotten on my last nerves also. That's that's the part for me. Grown folks are actually showing out like this because of mandates. They feel it's a violation of their rights. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't think I don't think it is, though. But hey, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. What do I know? All right. Now, let's go get it. Let's go get it. This is a very interesting story I want to talk to you guys about this morning. Um, it kind of made me think. And also, it, it didn't just make me think. It made me realize that I wasn't the only person on this earth that was feeling like this. As a result, of, what, what you're going to find out is that as a result of COVID, what they're discovering is that there's a, there's a lot of people in the workforce that are resigning. So much to the effect that they're calling it the the great resign, great resignation, resignation, great resignation. Good Lord. Like I always said, COVID is indeed that life altering event. It, it, it just is. If you think it, if you don't know by now, or you haven't discovered by now, it, it does. It has altered everyone's life, every aspect of our, our, our lives. Now, this great resignation is what is being termed. It's what it's saying is a larger number of employers are experiencing from their own proud, dedicated workforce. They're seeing an uptick in in resignations. People are saying, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done with it. Now, according to data collected from the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics, four million U.S. citizens walked away from their jobs in July alone. But by the end of the summer, They're also seeing an astonishing, record-breaking 10.9 million jobs were still left open in the nation. Now, surprisingly, if you're thinking, okay, these people are resigning and they're a certain age. Now, when I first started reading the article and they were saying about the the resignation, the great resignation, I'm thinking, okay, it's the younger guys. Okay, no no surprise there. If you're thinking that they're, they're saying that it's the 25 to 30, think again. Or even those closer to retirement, uh, you know, at the age of of 50 or over, you know, they certainly been through a lot with this pandemic. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were in, in that in those numbers also. I mean, hey, uh, between the pandemic, the layoffs and then the vaccine and the risk of get, catching COVID and you're older, I, I, that wouldn't be surprising to me, but it's not. But what they're saying is rather it's the mid-career or mid-level employees are doing the resigning. Again, I think that's right around my age, I would think. I mean, maybe 35, 40 something. Yeah, that's around my age. So so what's happening? Well, what they discovered is, uh, to be honest with you, people are just fed up. They're fed up with the Zoom, the Google Meets, <laughs> and, 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 you know, the, uh, the, the working from home. And what they're saying is, it's just it, all of this excitement that once were, was about going on getting on zoom and doing the google meets has worn off and and the remote work mindset and the way of doing continued business along with this quarantine because you know when covid first started of course that was the quarantine they, they shut everything down and told people to quarantine in place and businesses shut down money was lost they said hey don't go to work don't leave out your house 
Now, in the midst of all of that, truthfully and honestly, because I, I experienced the same thing also, it left many of us to just sit at home and reflect about, about not just our careers, but our life and how it correlates with our careers or our jobs. So, I mean, the, the mindset or, or what happened was the mind began to say, why continue to work for a company that during the pandemic of almost two years now, because what happened with a lot of people during this, uh, the, the, this, this COVID, this pandemic, they, it exposed them to a, a lot, a, a time to think and reflect. And it also exposed them to information overloads. More work was put on. If you're thinking, well, you work from home, you're not going to work that hard. And nah, that wasn't the case for quite a many, quite a many, quite a many of our folks. And now it's showing. Now they're they're saying that the cause or causes were, uh, like I said, they were just overrun with information overload. They had hiring freezes, high pressure workloads, still had to work. And limited or no promotion or raises during the pandemic. Now, I'm sure for many at that time or or, or during this uh at the end of their reflection and just being flat out burnt out from everything that was going on. I mean, you just be you, you I I can tell you personally for first first hand experience, I was just burnt out. I'm burnt out from COVID. And that alone just burned me out. This all the, you know, like I said, the, the restrictions, the mandates, the what ifs, the not knowing what or, or what will happen or what could happen. Eventually, yeah, over time, this is going to wear you out. We've been, like I said, we've been experiencing this pandemic for, uh, man, it, it's, if, it's, if it's right at two years now, it's got to be coming up on two years soon here. Because I, if I think back, when did everything begin to shut down? Or I think it was sometime in the fall. Um, we we started to see the the cases rising, and, and they started with a little restrictions, but it really didn't kick in until I think what January, somewhere around there, or it may have already been in place by then. By uh, yeah, I think it was November or, or December, if I could think or recollect, I should say. But let's continue on here. Um, and what they've found out after all of this, all of this is, that has been going on, the burnout or whatever. Many people decided to just walk away. And many concluded that at the end of their day, life is way too short to be stressed. Life is way too short to be stretched out, stressed out and stretched thin by a boss or company that didn't respect them enough to continue to promote or even give raises, whether that be raises, your, your regular raises or your merit raises. Or they may even experience being laid off. I think that's what probably set people's um, the, the wheels in their brains racing. You know, a lot of people have given a lot of their time, years, dedication to jobs that when, when COVID hit, that was the end of the road. Just that quick. That, just that quick. Your whole life suddenly just stopped and got turned upside down. So that's why when you hear me say COVID is indeed that life altering event. Yeah, it is. It is indeed that life altering event. It just is. It, 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 it just totally shook everything up 
and made it was a high it's a high level of uncertainty that's been forced on a lot of people and that uncertainty may have forced their hands i mean and for most they really didn't have a choice like i said they were laid off they weren't get they were not getting raises uh there was no promotion and then you if you're saying well that's 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 not good or or, or that's a typical but if you think about it how could there be any raises or promotions a lot of businesses were just flat out shut down or a lot of people were working from home, even though they were shuffling work on them. A lot of companies, you got to think if if you're working from home or whatever, and, and you're in a business where you're, you're supposed to be on the job doing this, making sales or whatever, and that business is not open or, or it's restricted to the point where everybody works from home, they lost a lot of money. And that, that too, it plays into this, this, the, the businesses or the bosses or these companies, they lost a lot of money. Just like we're seeing a lot of prices beginning to rise now because they lost money during this pandemic. They have to make this money up. These funds have to be recouped. So a lot of people said, you know what? Enough is enough. It just ain't worth it. It's not, not only is life too short, it's not worth my happiness. I'm not happy doing what I'm doing because now I realize there I say it, that the majority of us that are employed, that go to work day after day, month after month, year after year, we know in the, the <laughs> we know in our minds and in, in the deep recesses, recesses of our soul and bowels that we are expendable. That's another that's that's what COVID exposed, that we are all expendable. We're not making the decisions. We're not sitting on the boards giving out orders. We're the ones that carry out those orders. We are the ones that carry out those decisions that are made at these board meetings or what have you. So what's going to happen? It's going to force a lot of us to create our own income and wealth. It has to. So in that aspect, I think COVID is, I mean, I said COVID has been that life altering event, maybe a good thing. I mean, if you think back throughout history for this country and and maybe in the, the world, but for this country in particular, when this country was at its best, when entrepreneurs were allowed to flourish and do what they want or do what they they had to do had to be some inventions had to be some new way of do, of thinking new way of uh conducting business when entrepreneurs were allowed to flourish this country flourished also the economy flourished so hey maybe covid maybe there was a, a need for covid if i could say that because we were we had all gotten into our little mundane mundane life of getting up going to work coming home, sitting on the couch, looking at TV, drinking beer, drinking wine, going to bed, getting back up the next day and doing it all over again for however many years. Then COVID hit. Kind of forced your hand. Kind of forced you to sit down and think and reflect on your life and where it's going. Because that's what this article is about. Is is saying that it's not the younger generation, 
it's not the older generation that is getting ready to retire, but it's for those that's sitting right there in the middle that have really sat back, sat down and thought to themselves and said, you know what, wait a minute, hold up. This work thing or this thing of working for someone or being on someone's clock or working for a company that doesn't even feel the need to compensate me from working from home. And, and, and I'm quite sure a lot of those that work from home, it, it, it entailed, of course, them getting online, but they had to put a lot of things together. They had to pull a lot of resources together that they didn't have readily available like they would if they were in an office setting. So what, what has happened is for those of us that are, are I guess, in my age range, uh, that, that mid to late 30s, coming into your 40s to your mid 40s, uh, those of us that, that, were accustomed to, like I said, getting up every day, going to work, paying the bills, coming home, sitting at home, drinking uh, beer, wine, watching TV, taking care of the kitties, and then going back to starting it all over the next day. I guess we finally realize now that we are expendable. We can easily be replaced at any given moment in time. And another thing this article dug into uh, about the replacement, how expendable we are, it kind of touched on AI, artificial intelligence. A lot of the jobs that uh, we do can now quite possibly be um, done by computers. So those that those that are saying enough is enough, uh, the employee employers are looking like, okay, enough is enough. But I really didn't need you. You're expen- you were expendable. I can get a computer to do the job where two or three of you are, are have quit working. I can get one computer that could do your job, that next person's job, that other person's job, that other person's job, that other person's job. That one computer can wipe out easily four to six people. That's artificial intelligence. And if you if think it to yourself, well, that's absurd. I, like I always say, I work in retail, and and we see it. We've seen it. We, we've gone into grocery stores or department stores or these big big super mega box stores that sell everything. And when you get up to the front where there would be registers lined up with, they, they've taken some of the registers out and replaced it with those U scan machines where you go into some, they have four to six, that's four to six positions. That's four to six cashiers. That's four to six baggers also. I think they really pretty much have done away with the bag boys anyway. But those are people. Those are jobs. Those are positions that have been replaced by artificial intelligence. So if you're of that mindset and you're saying to yourself, that'll never happen, uh, think again. Those use scans, that's the start of artificial intelligence. It just is. It's not a mystery. It's not some conspiracy theory uh, that's taught it. It's a fact. Those are jobs. They just are. So when I say to you that that the employers are saying, okay, whatever, you're going to walk away, fine, you're expendable. I can find a computer to do your job and the job of three to four, five others also. So you are expendable. You are replaceable. Don't need you. That's just the retail side of it. There's a a, a lot other, uh, there's many other things that AI has came into play also. Like uh, with farming, I, I read an article about how the uh, farmers in, uh, the, the wine farmers in California are using uh, AI. 
they're they're using algorithm these 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 algorithms where they have these drones fly over and they 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 man they test the soil they test the air they test the plants you know they they use they gather all that information and they're telling them what would be the best time of the year to plant and irrigate whereas before you had those old timey farmers that have been in the game for so long and they can go out there and scoop the dirt up with their hand and tell you this that or whatever that's gone you have a algorithm computer-generated computer program that can tell you all of that. You don't need the old guy on the farm sitting on a tractor with snuff or tobacco in his mouth, spitting juices everywhere, telling you after years of experience and his know-how, when's the best time to plant? When's the best time to irrigate? When's the best time to pull that out? Yeah, that's AI. And that taps right into this article, uh, perhaps... We're realizing, like I said, we're expendable, so we're, we need to try to do something else. It, it, well, it ain't no we need to try. We're just going to have to. The world is changing right before our eyes. What COVID did, I believe wholeheartedly, because like I said, when I read that article on artificial intelligence and then I read this article, because what it also tapped in, it, it was for Black Americans, it's saying that out of the however many jobs that are left vacant, we quite possibly as black Americans could be underqualified for the new jobs that are coming out because we aren't, I won't say taking it serious, but the old way of using physical manual labor is done away with and is being replaced by computers. So they need someone to program these computers. They need someone to run these computers and what they're saying on the sly is that a lot of black Americans don't have that qualification or don't have that training, may not even have that mindset. It, it's, it's just a fact. I won't say it's a fact, but this it is a fact. It's a fact of what we have to do now to change with the times. We can't stand idly by and sit there and say, I ain't doing, uh, <laughs> you might be left out, uh, left out there if you're thinking that. So yeah, uh, COVID, exposed and it changed the world. AI was on track to come sometime later. But with this COVID, everything got pushed forward sooner. The contactless delivery method of uh, you sitting at home, placing an order online and, and it's being delivered to your door or, or, or you can go pick it up, that's AI. It just is. And, and 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 if you notice, uh, a lot of times when you're online, you see these pop-up messages or you see these ads that just miraculously pop up and, and because you've done a, another search on, on another website or, not, or using some uh, search engine and it pops up when you're on social media, that's AI. That's those algorithms, algorithms that are collected. They tell you what you're looking at, what you like, what you don't like. And then they shoot these messages out to you. It kind of reminds you of the old days, the good old days of subliminal advertising in grocery stores <laughs> or on TV or at, when you're in the grocery store, you hear the music playing, you hear ads playing for something and you get up to the checkout, you see a magazines or whatever. It, it, it's just been pushed, to for, been pushed forward using computers and algorithms. Just has. Times have changed. COVID has changed that. Is it for the best? I think it is. Like I said, this article said it opened a lot of people's mind to realize that they were expendable. They could easily be replaced. 
So yeah, COVID, it, it, it was a good thing. Forced a lot of people's hands. Forced a lot of people to sit down and think and take a, a serious self-reflecting inventory of their life and career and the lifestyle choices also. So I think we're going to see a great entrepreneurial boom here coming in the future. That's a good thing. Gets people's minds going because uh, more often than not, I, I jokingly say this, but we'll sit back and let a computer to do something for us that we need to get up and do for ourselves. We just do. Makes us lazy. I think maybe COVID came at the right time to get us up off of an hour and you know what's and get moving physically active again, like we used to be. But then again, a lot of people are dependent upon AI, whether they know it or not. So COVID and AI, artificial intelligence has changed the world as we know it. It just has. Just has. Makes you think, what are you going to do? Just continue to sit around and say, ah, duh. Or get up and get moving, get active. You better get involved. Better get on board. The world is changing. It ain't slowing down for nothing. It just ain't. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And as always, I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.